Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Get started with a great offer from Comcast Business. And for a limited time, ask how to get a $650 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle when you buy online. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Prepaid card offer ends 9-21-21. Call or go online for details. Today's show is brought to you by Hyundai. Hyundai Tucson. This is a completely new vehicle. It's a beautiful loaded SUV filled with innovations in and out. You can learn more at Hyundai.com. In the first half, we'll do a made-up movie, which I find uh, fascinating. I think you'll uh, also tell you a story about uh, Sonny's 18 parlay, and the heartache surrounding it. And we'll get into the news in the first half as well. First, I'll tell you about Geico. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Well, sure you do. And uh, then there's your automotive policy. How about you get your bundle working by taking your automotive and bundling it up with your home or your renter's insurance, and it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the home. Who can help you do that? Why, it's Geico. Go to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save and just how easy it is to save when you bundle at geico.com. Social Gloves pay-per-view, June 12th, live from Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens. Social Gloves presents Battle of the Platforms. Streaming on Live by Live. Watch the internet's biggest rivalry, YouTubers versus TikTokers. They square off in the ring. It's uh, the social media rivalry we love to hate. Headlined by Austin McBroom, founder of the Ace Family, fighting against Teen Idol and TikTok star Bryce Hall. Plus, can't miss performances from today's top music artists. Saturday, June 12th, don't miss it on pay-per-view. Packages on sale now starting at $29.99. For a limited time, you can buy it at socialgloves.livexlive.com. Get tickets May 29th before prices go up. TikTok versus YouTube. Which side are you on? From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Andrew McCarthy. With Gina Grad on news, Paul Bryan on sound effects, and a round of made-up movie. And now, he lost his shirt and Dogecoin today. Actually, he has no idea what the fuck that is. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on a mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you, right, Gina Grad? That's all right. Handball, Brian. The only thing gay about me is my love for cock. <laughs> Words to we will uh, do a little made-up movie. I got another Bertram clip from way back to play you guys as well. Brian's got an update on uh, Brothers Brother Love's traveling show. Oh, yeah. Neil Diamond update. I owe you a minor apology because listening to that song, I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard this song. I'm not sure that I even know this song. Uh, a couple listeners reached out and said, you do know that song because it was featured prominently in the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. we've all seen, of course. Mm-hmm. And we love. Embarrass yourself like that in front of all those goddamn people. All right, what's the matter, partner? It's official, old buddy. And it has been. Gotta love this movie. I do, too. I'm so glad you came around on it. I watched it 
a second time. I watched it a third time. And I enjoyed it more each time. This was Tarantino's biggest grossing picture. Really? Sort of the stars were in it. Fun movie. And yes, if I I watch a movie and I don't take to it the first time around and Brian says you should watch it again, like maybe... Charlie's going to dig you. God, what was the cowboy movie? Not a close range. He's late. Hell or High Water? Hell or High Water, yeah. I just saw his new movie. Watch that again, too. Enjoyed it second time. So uh, have your minds changed, people. Watch just, those movies again. The director has a new movie out, Taylor Sheridan, the guy who wrote Sicario. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a new movie, Angela Jolie, where she plays oh, a yeah. smoke jumper. Mm-hmm. And it's actually it's pretty good. Question about this movie, which I saw, and I mean, cinematography, I mean, it's all it's all great. It's all fantastic. Did it? You're right. Did it really even need the Charles Manson angle? Was it even necessary for this? It movie? would have had no ending. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like it, it, it seemed it almost seemed forced because the movie stands on its own so well without that backdrop. Yeah, just following all those guys that had those hit TV shows yeah. in the '60s, and now we're having to do spaghetti westerns. And well, that was like a great I said, story. All you it have to do a- is watch Love Boat with me and Doctor Drew to see all the biggest stars Indeed. of the '40s and the '50s just literally Cycling wash through. up yeah. onto the Love Boat chart. It was it was a, it was a, a, a through line that tied all together. Where he went to the ranch and they moved in next yeah. door. Blah blah blah. Like that. It was kind of there, but you're right. The the, the, was, the meat of the movie didn't. Great right without it, yeah. So uh, I had this conversation at uh, dinner last night with Sonny where he said uh, he'd uh, come up with a plan to, uh, surefire plan to make uh, $15,000. Oh, I'm listening. Big time. I said, what is I'd like this to get in plan? On this. I already have eliminated work <laughs> from whatever this plan is. You know, I wasn't going to buy fuller brushes and go door to door or anything like that. He asked if you had a minute for Amway. He said, uh, he spilled some water on the ground and said, go walk over that. Yeah. <laughs> he said, um, well, he picked an eight game parlay. Oh my, this is great. Eight games, he said. Oh, I love this. And I said, uh, how did this work? He said, well, mom was in Vegas with Natalia for a volleyball game, and uh, I wanted her to put down 20 bucks on this uh, eight-game parlay. Oh, I love this. But she said, let's up it to 100. Sonny's oh. back on the good graces. Yeah, so I said, what are these games? And he, he then listed every game in his analysis. And NBA games down to, I don't know, who was going to maybe get the MVP of the um, NBA or yeah, whatever it is. cross-sport parlays. Yeah, he had a bunch of different stuff going on. We laid it all out. I'd be inclined to trust him. And every single one of these eight games, he had his history worked yeah. out. The last time LeBron played uh, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So-and-so was injured, the and now he's back. going to fail. It's all going to fall like a house of cards. I'm sitting in my... I'm, I'm sort of half-tuned in and half... It was a <laughs> labyrinth of, of different scenarios and why they were all going to go his way. The, Times eight. It's the Charlie Day meme, you know, where he's, oh, got yeah, the, uh, right. uh, he's in the mail room and he's yeah. got right. the uh, strings. I, if there was any... I don't know anything about what you just said, but if Sonny said to me, give me 20 bucks, I have this idea, and that's what it was, I would give it to him without thinking about it. Well, I told him, don't start spending the 15 grand grand yet there's there's um you know it's eight games and i said uh in what period of time these eight games take over he said well we got a game tonight then there's multiple games tomorrow and it's going to take like three days to come to fruition but then he'll hammer that check what if he does well i don't think he's going to because i then uh adjourned to my office and i turned on sports center and i was enjoying a libation and watching sports center and I noticed that the Hornets were destroyed by the Pacers. Oh. He had to go in the other way. And it's always I, the I was first like, leg. I do kind of remember him talking about this game. Uh, they were beat 117 to 144. I mean, you don't That's even. The dr- 144 is a rare score, and if it's not triple overtime. Right. So then I walked into Sonny's room and I said, uh, wasn't the first game on your parlay the <laughs> Hornets Pacers game? And he's like, yep. And I was like, who did you have? He's like, the Hornets. And I was like, they were beat by 40 points. That's your first game in it's your eight game my time. parlay. And he's like, yep, well, that's the way it works. <laughs> so so like, now what? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. 
Well, now I had to keep thinking about what upping, like, the, upping the $20 bet to a $100 bet. But so that's, that's the thing. Is it over now? It's over. Oh. Yeah, if you lose he, any leg of a parlay, the He lost the very apart. first oh. game of his eight-game parlay Poor after guy. laying it out Watch him go seven, seven for eight for the rest of the parlay. Don't celebrate too much because that's a very Chris Carolla move. Yes. So um, there was there was that parlay discussion I thought mm. you would uh, enjoy. The touchdown dance. I'm, not, too I'm much. not done with mm. him. I think he could have a future with this he certainly could with talk losing bets he could handicapping def- the wrong way <laughs> he could definitely talk about it uh, now if people listen there's going to be a problem <laughs> but he could definitely he i mean olga was enraptured oh, when sure. he was explaining oh, why sure. everything was going to work out this way yeah. all right gina you have uh, a commercial to show me no i don't mm. have a commercial to show you i have the commercial to Ooh. show you i stumbled upon something that i I, I know for a fact you've never seen, or it would have come up a thousand times by mm-hmm. now. Um, it's hard to set up, and it, it is a little bit visual, but it does involve Grace Jones and Adam Ant. Mm. So everyone, just picture what you're about to see. Wow! And just even from the from the audio, see if you could venture a guess what they're selling. Where'd you find this? I just found it in the rabbit hole of the internet. Uh, someone sent it to you. No, I found it on YouTube. <laughs> just being a dick. Thank you. All right, there's Adam Ant. I don't know, Grace. Come on, Adam. Hey. I can't. <laughs> it's easy. I've never ridden one. It's quick. I've never ridden anything. Honda ever. scooter. It's fun. I don't even drive. Honda scooters. They're everything but ordinary. Oh. It's sexy. I'll take it. I'll take you. Oh. She improvised it. Woo! She's biting his ear really off. Really is giving a good ear. Have you ever seen no. that commercial? That I feel was Tyson esque. Like, I feel bizarre. like that was a European market. Uh, yeah, commercial that wasn't made for the Midwest. <laughs> Perhaps Asian. Yeah. It said models not available in all states. Mm. I have oh. some recollection. Of, oh, you do. That yeah. aired here. Yeah, that's that. Wow. That was in the in the in the in the MTV days. The the early MTV. Oh, days. that makes sense. Because I was going to say, who are they marketing the scooter to? But like, yeah, like uh, you know. Those kids that are watching MTV. I uh, had uh, super fan Geo sent me what he said was his uh, favorite Bertram call oh. uh, last night, and I listened to it and I I forgot about it. So we'll we'll play that three minute call from uh, Kevin and Bean circa nineteen ninety four ninety five. So just to set the table on this uh, next Bertram call, um, Bertram hated all of his students sure but he did have his favorite student who was brad higginstaller okay and uh higginstaller was it, all great horrible teachers have a lot of love for one kid that just it, it exacerbates the hatred they have for the others so it <laughs> makes you feel like it's one thing it's one thing if you're Mom and your dad hate you and your sister, right. but oh. if, but if they hate you and love your sister, it is worse. Sure, of course, it makes it worse. And so, why shop, can't you be more like Higginstaller? Yeah, shop teachers were the most hateful teachers I've ever ever had, but the the pain level would only be at about an eight unless there was a favorite chosen right. student, which then made all the rest of us feel like complete horseshit. Right. So uh, this is Burcham. Sadly, calling in to uh, Kevin and Bean from the shop class, I'd I'd learned this time uh, to uh, mourn the loss of uh, his favorite student. Shop teacher who calls us from time to time. Mr. Bertram, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, don't monkey. Don't monkey. Oh, you got trouble with the kids again? Got a dime holding up a dollar here. (laughs) <laughs> How was your Memorial Day weekend? Oh, you screw it, listen. <laughs> weekend, I, I'm calling from the shop phone at school with some real troubling news, fellas. All right, yeah. I had a fifth semester prize student, Brad Higginsdaller. I've talked about him before. The only good one in the batch. Anyway, he was out at Lake Havasu over the long weekend testing out a kayak. I helped him build last semester. Right. Well, about a half mile offshore... The kayak disintegrated. Right. Oh, wow. Struck by houseboats. <laughs> you know how fast those houseboats move. Uh, drunken fraternity kids having a fun time. As you know, my students are like my children, so 
anytime something happens to one of Hey, knock it off or I'll put your head in a bench fight. <laughs> now we can tell you have a lot of love for them, Mr. Birch. Some of them. Yeah. Listen, guys. So what happened to Brad? Is he okay? Well, they haven't found him yet. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear Brad's that. still partying. They haven't found him, so I'm... I'm brace myself for the worst. Yeah. Well, I hope the Higginstall family isn't listening right now. This would be a bad way to hear about it. Well, I, I prepared a, a short tribute to Brad. Oh, that's lovely. Entitled, The Shop Teacher's Prayer. Okay, The Shop Teacher's Prayer. Do you need any kind of music for this? I'm looking for something. I got something. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Brad, I taught you about wood. And you taught me about myself. <laughs> you know, Brad, Jesus Christ was a carpenter. <laughs> and it's no coincidence that you when I had this dude is priest. I'm trying to talk about a dead guy here. There's just no respect here. Where was I? I don't Jesus know. Christ was a carpenter. I'm gonna retire your shop smock and name a router bit after you. That's big. Listen, Brad. If you believe in forever, then love is just a one-night stand. <laughs> There's a wood shop in heaven where they just got one hell of a man. I gotta go, fellas. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll break it up. All right. Thanks, Mr. Bridget. I remember doing that call from the living room of the house I rented in La Crescenta, and I had a... I had a... Uh, Oh, God, what I have? I, I had tools around mm -hmm. me. I think I had a belt sander and I had like a drill. Well, this is the living room of your house anyway. <laughs> yeah, just I, they were there. there. I needed to fire the stuff. I was like holding it in my hand and putting it oh, off like in the a, distance. Like a and gun salute. Firing. I was firing off so I could be <laughs> distracted, oh, so I God. could yell at, <laughs> at the, the students. Yeah. And I think I had, I think I probably had like Cat Stevens like on a, on a boom box or something and I was like hitting play and like firing up the tools and screaming. This is Bolt? very Phil Hendry-esque yeah. of you. Yeah. Foley and gross sound effects. Totally analog uh, back then but uh, Brad shall be uh, shall be missed. Mm. I can't, I thought I had a joke in there but I guess I didn't. I, maybe it came up later where I was blaming myself for brad's demise because we used a water soluble gl glue on his on his kayak uh, and it, of course and it disintegrated, disintegrated right. out in the uh, middle of the lake and it was it was he was struck by a fast-moving houseboat that's that's what basically brought brad down all right uh we got made up movie we got uh title we have an intro here in a world where titles are many and plots are few, one man can take your movie names and make them come to life. What is going on? Adam Carolla stars in Made Up Movie. All right. Let's see. We got a Twitter entry from uh, Ronald Harrison. Mixed Vegetables is the name of his mm. movie. Now... You can't call someone a vegetable anymore. That's I think I think it's a farcical okay. movie. All right. I think it's got elements of awakening in oh it. Oh my god, Robert De Niro. Oh, that's a great movie. Hey, look, if if this comes from uh an English actor like uh, Eddie Ooh. Izzard or someone like right. that, let's period see. piece. Like Daniel Day Lewis. But I'm saying if he yeah. said it in like 1890. No, you know I, I mean? yeah, we could do period, right? And I'm, but I'm thinking it uh, more. Oh God, what's his name from Run Fat Boy Run? Oh, uh, uh, Peg Simon Peg. Simon Peg, like mm. a Simon Peg mm. period thing. Yep. Where he's the hapless. All right, go ahead. Yeah. He's the hapless son of the guy yep. who runs the mm. sanatorium or mm. whatever it is, yes. and dad dies mysteriously and overnight and immediately, and he's. He's forced, forced with having over. to show yes. up. And, but because he knows nothing, he's able to help. You know what I mean? So he's constantly okay. saying, like, well, we should go out and we should take people outside and we should play a game of Foursquare 
or we should play a game of something, and all the nurses are like, they can't do that. They right. don't understand, but they start, well, why not? They yeah. start yeah. catching on because he doesn't, he doesn't know anything. Yes, and Awakenings is a great jumping off point. Also, I don't know if you remember the movie The Dream Team. Yes. I believe mm-hmm. Peter Michael Boyle, Keaton. Michael Keaton. It has right. elements of that, that. You're right. Out of the mouths of babes, he transforms these people. Right. And there's a little reverse... Ooh. There's a little reverse Sleeping Beauty thing because he falls in love with a comatose girl. <laughs> it, it's non-sexual at first. He, he loves that there's upon, someone there to listen. Upon her awakening? <laughs> he, well, he fought for before. Okay. But then, but the kiss awakens oh, her. Oh, true love's we're, we're, kiss. We're flipping the script wow. on, on this one. Maybe so Margot Robbie. There's like a Kate Blanchett character who's like the old nurse ratchet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's stuck in her ways. You know, the, these patients can't do anything. Right. We're here to tend to them. And then there's a young Margot Edie Robbie. Edie Falco plays perfect. the oh, nurse. Gosh. And then there's right? a young Margot Robbie type. You're right. Who's who's the young upstart? She, she reads books. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She's like, she's got new ideas. And only Simon Pegg is willing to listen. Right. And there's a lot of comedy because it's a period piece. And she was like reading in a book about things we know now work. But there's... She's like being totally t- dismissed. called a heretic, yeah. right? Yes. That's real good. A lot of this is linked to childhood trauma, apparently. Quiet, right. witch! <laughs> That's right. More leeches. <laughs> Mixed vegetables. Again, I don't think we could pull this off, but but a Sasha Baron Cohen type mm. or uh, someone, someone a real who's, tour. Yeah, someone who's got a who's got a little international coverage. That's Ooh. right. I wouldn't mind Jeff mm. Goldblum being in this either. Ricky Gervais, could yeah, pull Ricky course. Gervais, yeah. yes, yeah, Ricky Gervais, Simon Pegg, mm. yes, they run this. They run this thing now, Ricky. Oh, brothers, Ricky. Yeah, and Ricky brothers. Ricky's the brother who sees it is. He sees these patients as basically free labor for his house painting <laughs> business, you know, so he's constantly sure. saying, like, I'm going to take them on a field trip to the aquarium. Right. Like, why are they wearing coveralls? <laughs> why is there painter's tape everywhere? Right. You can't trust those dolphins. That's right. All right. Shall we talk to uh, Dan at the top here? Dan, 35, yep. Baltimore. That would be me. You got a uh, movie title for us? Sure do. Mm-hmm. Must release. Must release. Must release. Correct. It's a tough one. I don't know where to go with this. All I mean, right. I think of release. I think of like releasing something into the wild. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about catch and release. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, thinking about like yeah. a fishing mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about um, a. Uh, oh, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> stay with my theme here. Um, it's a period fishing comedy. Uh, the dad dies suddenly. He leaves a, an, a fishing camp, Airbnb type or uh, B&B type yeah. fishing camp. Okay. To Ricky Gervais. Oh. <laughs> wow. He's getting a lot of work. He's got this broken down old old camp. Aha. He's got this old fishing camp. Okay. Yeah. And he, and he dies off and he leaves it to his daughter. Okay. Okay. His daughter. This is a summer camp type situation. Yeah, realizes that this is not a money maker. He's constantly been been losing money. The the fly fishing and the catch and release doesn't work. She turns it into a brothel. <laughs> I'm with you now. Of course, she doesn't tell her mom. She keeps all the themes the same. Who keeps poking around, wanting to know what the hell is going? Like, why this did you put good. a bar in? Yes. You know, we didn't need a bar in here. These. People and, bring their own booze. And yeah. she and she keeps the same name. You know, so instead of the Bunny Ranch, it's the Catfish Pond. Right. Can we so reunite nobody knows. Amy Adams and uh, Glenn Close from Hillbilly Elegy? Yes. yes. I think we could. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Amy Adams is the daughter. Oh, yeah, right. Glenn Close plays right. the crotchety mom. Right. Set in her ways. Yeah. Doesn't like what's going on, but does start noticing the cash is coming in. That's right. All of a sudden, the truck gets upgraded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the boat gets upgraded. John Goodman is the nosy sheriff. Okay, <laughs> he's coming around. He wants to know what's going right, on in right. here. Why can't he fish? All of a sudden, why you guys flush with cash? Yeah. How come uh, none of the usual regulars are here anymore? I see some frat guys a lot walking of town around. License plates. Yeah. Yeah. People diving into the pond. Right. Carousing. Right. right. He's mm. nosing around. He yeah. wants to know what's going on. But he takes a shining to the widow. Okay. Yeah, Glenn <laughs> Close. Glenn Close. Sure, yeah, sure, takes yeah. a shine. Well, we, she's not all dressed down. You know, no, no, we, she's, we, not, she's not. She's yeah, a dowdy. She's, she's, she's Oscar's Glenn Close. She's right. dancing, doing the yeah, booty doing the hustle. To the butt. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, uh, Dan? <laughs> Hit the nail on the head. Austin Nuts was the theme. 
All right. <laughs> Just what you're thinking, right? Correct. Thank you, man. All right. Let's see. Let's do one more here. We got uh, Joshua Brown from Twitter. Ooh, I, I, I'm got interested one. in Kevin's. Yeah, same. It's called, um, oh, sorry. We got Kevin, too. Oh, we got new ones. Sorry. Um, we you want to yeah. do Kevin's? Yeah, this is interesting. Called sliding scale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, weight loss is always all the rage. There's mm-hmm. always different like fad this. diets like that this. come up, and you, you're we, a slave to the scale. You, you've mm-hmm. heard of every diet, every trick in the book, mm-hmm. but there's this new place where people go and. They're losing weight like crazy, and they feel mm-hmm. great about themselves. And every time they step on the scale, it's going down, and they feel great about themselves. Little shallow Hal in here, and they don't know what it is. But here's the trick: trick scale. Mm-hmm. They just feel better oh. about themselves. They're not walking around with doubt anymore and shame. And their lives and they're li- are all improved. They're living their lives for the first time because they feel worthy. But the scale's a trick scale. It's getting a little cathartic, Jana. <laughs> They're getting ready for a wedding. They got a new Subaru Outback. (laughs) Sorry, we're doing made-up movie now? (laughs) Okay, let's start. So is this a clinic or they sell these scales? No, this is a clinic. Like, you got to go in. They give you the high five. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of you have ever been in a Weight Watchers, but uh, you stand in line. Mm -hmm. You jump on that scale. Then you Mm -hmm. have a little chit-chat with the person. Oh, maybe. Uh Oh, intrigue. Maybe it's a little VW screwing with what's coming out of the tailpipe mm-hmm, on their mm-hmm, diesels. Mm-hmm. So they open this, fa- they have this clinic, this yeah. weight loss. It's failing. Yeah. So they start <laughs> they getting the in, pond. they start getting in cooking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you roll the odometer right. back on a yes. used car or whatever. The so they go, the you can scale. only use our yeah. facility and our scale because we also do a body mass yes. indexing oh. and they put a fake pincher right. like on the person and all of a sudden. It's starting to go well. People yeah. are noticing results. You got to have that scene where the where the client's getting on the scale, and as she does, like the guy's going, oh, "Don't step on that!" It's and she steps on. Oh my god, I'm down three pounds. I can't. Right. He's like, "Hmm, I love this place." And, of, like, hmm. and of course, right. the big you know the big uh, crescendo when everybody realizes they've been had, and they're going on the lynch mob after the guy that runs it. They go, "Wait a second, you you would never get off the couch before. You were too busy bitching about your yeah. life and being sad, and look mm-hmm. at you now. And mm-hmm. you, you asked for that raise." <laughs> Scoring score. <laughs> yep, yep. Right. All right. Who's in this thing? That's a good question. I do we dare cast like plus not plus sides like Melissa McCarthy or Rebel Wilson that kind of thing? I like mm. that. I think a lot of every woman. I think there's a there's room for Alice and Janney to mm. maybe work there. Yeah, older, yeah, yeah, older. But you know what I mean. I'm a, That'd uh, be a good seasoned actress. Interesting conversation with <laughs> Rebel and her agent. I need you to put the weight back on. Oh yeah, she worked so you got hard. Got a to big get fat role. I mean, a large. I mean, yeah, juicy. A, I mean, a significant <laughs> succulent role for you, Rebel. Sizable role. <laughs> Sizable. All right, let's talk to uh, Jason42 from Henderson, Nevada. Jason? Hello. Hello? Ace Man, get it on. What's going on? So, my movie title is called 10 Minutes from Mexico. All right. I got a thought. Mm. All right, let's hear it. This is, uh, what's, uh, what do they got? Honduras there? El Salvador? It's a, place. Uh, it's a Central American country, yes. Yeah, no, I'm looking for, uh, what's on the, what's on the border? Oh, gosh. What was that? Nicaragua? Nicar- uh, Honduras? El Salvador? El Salvador? We'll figure it out. Panama? <laughs> no. Like Costa Rica! <laughs> no. Portugal! Um, Guatemala, I think, is on the, I think Guatemala's on the border. But anyway. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> All right. Cut the, Chris, cut this out. What'd you think of that, Justin? <laughs> I'm going with Guatemala. Jason. <laughs> All right. So wait a minute. Okay. There's a guy. He's uh, played by. <clears throat> God, what is that? All right. I'll think of the guy. Okay. Hispanic actor. There's a there's a Michael a, Pena. There's a bumbling mm-hmm. loser. F- bumbling, fumbling, like Walter Mitty type son Mm-hmm. of a drug cartel kingpin, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. And he's got to work in the business. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get a job at the Starbucks right. in Tijuana. He's got to be in the business, but he's such a fuck-up. You know, he's got his buff, good-looking brothers, and they're running the yeah. fentanyl, right. and they're running the the human trafficking right. and all that kind of stuff. And the, the Don, the kind of the kingpin dad, just says, look... Uh, I only trust you to drive the bus from Guatemala. And honestly, even that, I don't trust you that much. It, there's a bunch of migrants on the Guatemalan-Mexican mm-hmm. border. It is Guatemala. And we're just, I, you're going to drive the short bus in between, you know, back and forth. And mm-hmm. I don't really trust you to 
tunnel or throw anyone over the fence right. or run a Chinese meth lab or anything. But that's got to be a heavy hitter. That's an Anto- that's a Benicio del Toro type, the, right. the kingpin. Of yeah, I right. Think, but it's I got think a Michael little. Pena would be a good son in this. It's got a little that uh, like. Remember when Robert De Niro was doing like analyze this and uh-huh. stuff? It's got like the the kingpin violence with the comedy the yeah, the, yeah. with the humor in it. So this guy is forced to drive the mm-hmm. drive the bus. And uh, Penelope Cruz mm. and her two young daughters mm. are amongst the refugees. Who, of course, love is found along the journey. We make some political statements. Mm-hmm. You know, we they have besieged by MS-13. Yeah, we have the camera crew from Cox. You know, we all know it's Fox, right? With the blonde sure, sure. and she's talking and right. he's giving speeches about equity and right. stuff like that and turns the corner realizes probably at the end that this isn't the life opens an orphanage instead in Guatemala. The, 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 the running thing is that like the, the, uh, maybe it's Antonio Banderas, maybe it's someone, the, 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 the enemy, the, the nemesis, the guy who's trying to take over the cartel is like, oh, his son is, ta- is, is taking this thing and this is our opportunity to get in, get him, get, so, you know, he, right. he's constantly yeah. trying to get him the yeah. whole time. Danger. He's on his heels. Yes. I like that 10 minutes from Mexico is the other side of Mexico. That's where my genius comes yeah, in. Good. I was thinking San Coming Diego, yeah. and I went the other Coming way. South. Because I mixed it. I flipped the script. <laughs> he did. They flipped the map. Yeah. Jason? I think you hit the nail on the head. Powerful, Although, right? it had yeah. to be a short bus. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a shortish that. bus. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, uh, Jason. Thanks, Ace, man. All right. Uh, anything uh, look good up there, Justin? I swear we've Joe. done line four. I swear we have. Line four? No, I don't want to do it. I'm telling you we've done it. Uh, really? Well, maybe. Let's see. You want to go line two? Yeah, let's do that. Line two, Justin, 30, Alabama. Hey there. Get it on. Hey, guy. Uh, bang for your buck is my movie title. This is a hunting movie. Every time we do this, we do at least one where the title's ca- name, uh, the character's name is yeah. in the title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's about a guy named Buck. Right. Right. He's a hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he has a hunting school. Oh no. Mm-hmm. He's raising. He's sort of. Uh, he's raising a, a step kid who is not into hunting. Mm. He's he's very Michael liberal, Payne, very yeah. Greenpeace. Uh, let's have mean? let's have Liam Neeson be Buck. Okay. 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 Timothy Chalamet is his young son, Buck Jr. Yeah. Now, what happens? I'm going to go a little. Um, God, what was that Wahlberg movie? Shooter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we have called Shooter. Yeah. All right. So, Buck, who's opened this sort of hunting academy or mm-hmm. school or whatever, of course, at some point we find retired CIA, Green oh. Beret, Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. Marksman Academy, and whatever, and he's left it. Left right, it all, long ago. all right. behind. Everyone yeah. thinks of him as a doddering old man. Right. He was a badass in his day. Right. And they have to teach. He's trying to teach his young young stepson uh, the ways of, of hunting mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Of course, son's uh, no good at it, doesn't want any part of it, until the uh, unmarked SUVs start rolling up the dirt. Mm, that's right. The dirt highway. The they reason back. The reason we know there's SUVs coming up the dirt highway is we're tight on the dog who's sleeping on the porch and he pops his head up, up and, yep. and turns. That's how that's so how know. we know, you know. And then uh, we have that scene where they go, uh, is this Buck McDeever? And he goes, who's asking? Yeah. And then they got one last. We need you back, yeah. We need you back. It, it yeah. is now. Yeah. That's not his real name. And then they say. I used to be. Yeah. And they, yeah, I used to be. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And then they do this one. This is a, I work alone. And they go, this is a two-man job. Right. And he goes, I don't trust anybody inside or whatever. But he looks at his looks son. Looks at the kid. Yeah. That's looks right. at the kid. Now the kid's got, and he does that thing where the kid doesn't know anything about his sure. past, right? Kids just think he's some old guy running yeah. hunting, whatever. And he went, you know, I've been waiting for some time to show you this and the kid goes what and he goes into his office and he hits that button and flips. all the all the yeah, flips yeah, yeah, and there's yeah, all yeah. the weapons yeah. and all the all the purple hearts right. and all flips the stuff around. and the yeah. kid's like what who's is this yeah 
this used to be mine, and now it will be again. In another life. In another life. And then he starts gearing up. Now, now I don't know. We've got to figure out what the mission is. Well, the, the kid, obviously, not being 100 more techie or whatever, right. and he uses skills you know, to help the he dad. Uses, he yeah, hacks the mainframes. Yeah, because he's complaining. He's playing video right. games all That's day. Right. and you know. But we have that scene early on where it's like, I don't know how to check the voicemail on my phone. Right. Can you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dad. Yeah, Right. You couldn't do anything if it wasn't around. Is, uh, sorry, is Justin still, Justin? Yeah, here, that's uh, 100 Rotten Tomatoes. What, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. but we still haven't really figured out the mission yet. <laughs> I've got to figure yeah. out, you know. Well, I mean, is it like a red, well, the SUVs, SUVs came in. Uh, you know, I thought you were going to go like a Red Dawn approach for it when you mentioned that part, like there was about to be the government takeover type type ordeal. Is there a militia he has to infiltrate or something? Maybe he's up here in the woods of Michigan or something. I would just assume Russians. Yeah. There's a white supremacist Russian militia (laughs) crossing over from Canada up in the woods and he has to infiltrate (laughs) because they have a plot to assassinate the president. Yeah. All right. I think we've uh, I think we've covered it. I'd see that. That's a hit. All right. We good or you want to do one more? All right. Adam Carolla will return in Made Up Movie Part Two. All right. Let me tell you about Humble CBD based out of Southern California. Humble makes it insanely, they make an insanely great hemp derived CBD product for any occasion. Humble is committed to helping you stay grounded no matter what life throws at you. Their line of CBD products is geared to help you focus, relax, and recover, and uh, and beyond. Only uh, for my listeners, Humble is offering 25% off your first order. Just use the promo code ADAM. Save on your entire order site-wide. So head to www.humblecbd.com. And uh, choose from any product that meets your needs. Stay grounded. Stay humble. Stay straight. Stay smooth with Humble CBD. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll do the news right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you've got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Do the news with Grad. News with Gino Grad. Breaking viral. Weird crime protest politics. Give me news with Gina Grass, stuff they saw on TMZ. Joe Biden, Kamala, meet news with Gina, Gina Grad. The news with Gina Grad. I just had a thought as we start the news, and I always hear Kamala, because that's my favorite part. Where the hell's she been? She's not been on the border. That's I, that I, much I know. I check Fox every day, and I love that they're doing like the daily count. Of, oh, you know, are like, they? Yeah, it's like fifty-eight days since Kamala Harris has said anything about the border. What? It's like where is she? What's it's so funny you mentioned that? I just, I just saw a tweet today from some outlet that was like, "Oh, Kamala Harris's approval ratings are like way down." I'm like, "Why?" Like, no, she's I, I, nowhere I, to be I had found. That thought I was like, "What?" Well, but I haven't. I no, she hasn't said or yeah. done anything. I have no idea why to be up and down until that song. I just remembered mm. her. Like, I totally forgot about her until this moment. So, speaking of uh, White House drama, the Office of New York Attorney General Letitia James announced Tuesday that the ongoing probe into the Trump Organization is now a criminal matter, and they let the company run by the former president know it. Fabian Levy, a spokesperson for the Attorney General's office, said, "We have informed the Trump." organization that our investigation into the company is no longer purely civil in nature. We're now actively investigating the Trump organization in a criminal capacity, along with the Manhattan DA. We have no additional comment at this time. Was I telling so Garagos has been talking about this for a while. Garagos also has a thought, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if we talked about this. I don't think so. Um, He thinks that Trump 
if he stays in Florida, will avoid extradition. I, I've been seeing a lot because of Because Ron DeSantis will, won't, allow that. won't allow it. I had this, uh, I have a lot of conspiracy theories lately. I said to Gerges, if something happens to Biden, and something may happen to Biden, it doesn't, I mean, I don't see him going straight through for four years. No, he's a frail I, old man. He's Anything a frail old man. Anytime. Anything could happen. Now, I don't say... He's going to wake up dead. That's what happened to my grandfather. You can wake up dead. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that as we learned with with Trump, you can get a kind of medical deferment. Right. Like you can go, hey, two years in, he's not really fit yeah. to run the country. Right. In which case, Kamala mm-hmm. would uh, have to leave her post at the border, come back to the White House. I she, said she, she sees a shadow. I said to um, I said to Garagos, if Kamala becomes the president and Trump is uh, held up in Mar-a-Lago mm. and uh, DeSantis has said he's not going to extradite him, I could see Kamala sending in SEAL Team 6 Ooh. and bringing him to justice. <laughs> That's, That's a, a good movie. movie. <laughs> Sounds a little far-fetched now, but I don't know. Actually, the way wait. things have been going, it doesn't sound that far-fetched. We did that with Roger Stone. Yeah. So it can happen. Yeah, I guess he was in Florida, and they sent yeah. him the, yeah, the I, team. They rappelled down the fucking side of the, the vows. I, of course, have seen the same uh, thing about the Ron DeSantis uh, extradition. There is this been debunked. I've read many articles. There is no extradition problem. That's why we have these 50 states. They can extradite anyone they want anywhere, anytime. Hmm. The, the, the Supreme Court has been... Garagos knows about a million times more about this than I do, but apparently the Supreme Court has ruled many times that uh, there are no restrictions about moving people across mm. straight lines. Well, again, things are fluid. Who knows? Oh, okay. Who yes. knows well, what, what happens? Yeah. Yes, two years from now. Speaking of laws, Florida yeah. could be its could just break Succeed. off and be its own nation That's two true. years from now. The way things are going That's in true. Florida. Speaking of well, secession, I think they've had this argument for too. USA Today reports that Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed into law legislation that prohibits abortion once a fetal heartbeat is detected, effectively banning most abortions in the state. The measure would allow virtually any private citizen to sue an abortion provider or others who aid and abet an abortion in violation of the new ban. Opponents of the law argue that it will prohibit abortions before most women even know they're pregnant. Any private citizen who has nothing to do with the case? It, it, citizens arrest. Interesting. Virtually any private damages. citizen to sue. Um, effectively outlawing the procedure altogether. It also does not include exceptions in cases of rape or incest. That's a caveat that has long been the standard in abortion laws. And just out of curiosity, because I didn't know... Um, I don't know when women generally realize they're pregnant, so I looked it up. Um, it's between usually four to seven weeks you even realize you're pregnant. And um, would... Is the heartbeat – I heard something about 15 weeks. I don't know where, where I got that number, but I heard 15 weeks. So maybe – I heard that too. Oh, you did? Yeah. So maybe that's I – mean, More or less. I don't know if it's exact. Yeah. But... I, I have a lot of questions, though. Mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, like I like to keep it to uh, recipes and kittens for most of social media. But man, recipes I, for death, <laughs> recipes for kittens. I, I had a lot of questions on Twitter and every guy had something to say about it. I, God forbid I ask a question. But I don't you feel like this is pretty disingenuous and hypocritical? I mean, there's first of all, Texas is at the bottom for I mean I looked up a ton of stuff for education for teen pregnancy for sexually active minors um uh what else? uh they they execute people if we're worried about heartbeats do those people have heartbeats or don't they and by the way I don't give a shit if they execute people or not yeah. why isn't there a caveat for rape and incest why are there people that can dime you out for trying to help a, a woman get out of a situation I, I don't know why they would include and- well, that's certainly incest for sure and rape for, you and know, why, seems weird and, to put and that in And when do there. we start, and this is just kind of to prove the point, when do we start jailing the men who aren't financially and emotionally providing for pregnant women and helping to raise these children until they're 18? Like, Rock is, that what pussy we, hat. Th- yeah. what, what is this? This is 2021 and th- this is this is insane. Um, well, the thing about 
Here's my take on uh, is it you can find out if it's 15 weeks or not. The fif- the 15 weeks is there's an article saying that a baby or the the fetus develops ears and they can hear your heartbeat at 15 oh. weeks, but fetal heartbeat is 6, six weeks. weeks, yeah. All right. So my world we just create a we agree on a number like we do with enlisting in the army you know it's kind of national thing like 18 age i would like i would say the same with consent just kind of come up with 16 18 for the the, the thing and like 21 for booze and and whatever that is and we just come up with some number 20 weeks or whatever the week number is and just go that's our that's our mason dixon line that makes sense to me this is just i i just think this is so eerie in 2021 well i don't is it gonna pass he signed it i mean it's law the governor signed it i don't know if i'm missing something about you know it being vetoed or it being overturned Well, now now uh, texas is gonna have to secede and be its own Hmm. i think they've tried that before i think they might yeah they probably do it before um before uh, Florida does. And, and because some Yahoo had the, uh, I, for lack of a better word, the audacity to say, well, so what do you think is the right amount for an abortion? Eight months? Don't people understand that just because you don't support one extreme, it doesn't mean you are on the side of the other extreme? When did people get so stupid? Don't you know Twitter works? I can't <laughs> stand how dumb every... And God forbid you make you make a statement, all of a sudden it turns into an octagon. Why? Why are, why are people allowed to... Be, and by the way, delicate flowers, if this is what you wanted, you won. Why are you still bitching? Why are you still talking to me? Yeah, I'm just going to I don't know what the states, I don't know what the neighboring states are, but people are just going to do what they do with everything. They just do a out. gun version and a booze version and, and, you know, they make guns illegal here right. and then people just cross over right. into whatever and they buy their guns and that's what's going to happen with later term abortions, that's I weird. guess. Yeah. Later, after six weeks. Is it really six weeks? That is too, that and is when early. You don't, and when many women don't know they're pregnant until two months Whoopsie! Yeah, it also it's also an indictment of how fat most people are. These that's days. true. <laughs> that's no, that's true. true. But go so, ahead. It's weird how like you uh, you talk about rightfully, in my opinion, like the the the, the weird arcane like um, uh, alcohol laws from state to state. You can buy it here right. on Sunday, but you can't hear before eight a.m. or we can't hear. But for some reason, like this across the state thing is like okay for you know for some people. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Laws effective September first, so get those late term or medium term <laughs> or, or early or early uh, abortions in while the and, sun is still shining. And just FYI, all the st- I have this whole thing of stats because I was so fascinated this morning reading this. All of the stats I got about the some of the dire situation in Texas regarding teen pregnancy education, no condoms, no t- teaching about this in schools. I didn't get it off of the Planned Pregnancy website. I got it off of an adoptiontexas.org. So it's not like I'm I just Googled it and that was the first thing that came up. So it doesn't it's not a one sided thing. This is just information. Well, Gina, I got good news and bad news. Okay. Good news is we all agree with you. Bad news is we're still all moving to Texas. So. <laughs> I mean, I'll it's a real go. Double edged sword. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Will I be able to afford to buy a house in Texas? Uh, not after we all move there. So oh, you're going to have to uh, oh. swallow your pride and all get right. on the bus. All right. All right. Let's move on. I mean, I could go on and on. Paul Hogan, good news, he's still alive. Brian and I weren't sure for a second. Crocodile Dundee star Paul Hogan is apparently fed up with a homeless crisis taking place in L.A., and he has done something about it. He's 81 years old, and he was photographed uh, penning a letter and putting it on the front of his house in Venice Beach that says, this is my house, not yours. Tyler Proctor, who is a politician in the area. I wish I could do an Australian (laughs) accent because I'd go, now that's a tent. (laughs) That's a house. (laughs) Recently spoke of the increase in homelessness in Venice Beach and even specifically referred to Hogan's home location as a hell on earth. Wow. Residents around the Venice boardwalk are demanding action from authorities, saying it's turned into a dangerous homeless encampment, has been hit by an increase of violent incidents. So hopefully... Paul's sign on his house will keep him from being bothered. I heard that half the fires that the like the L.A. Fire Department was responding to were homeless-related mm-hmm. fires. I can see that. 
Yeah, why wouldn't there be yeah. half? When was the last time you saw a fire? Uh, it's I, like it, in. in no, people, I mean, yeah, people, you know, houses used to have electrical shortages. Right. They don't now. And then also. Deep turkeys around the holidays. There was also mm-hmm. the one I miss, falling asleep while smoking. Oh, yeah. That was the number one in the sofa yeah. one up and the whole thing. It's funny. We call it falling asleep while smoking. It's passing <laughs> it's, out. It's blacking while, out. While you blacked out. Yeah. You passed out. For sure. Yeah. Uh, TMZ reports that Johnny Depp is fighting tooth and nail to uncover whether his ex, Amber Heard, actually did donate millions of dollars to charity, like she said she would. And he's even going so far as to sue the organization that was supposed to get the money to get to the bottom of this. Depp sued the ACLU in an effort to obtain financial documents as he seeks to undo a judge's ruling in London last year where the son had defamed him in 2018, called him a wife beater in the headline. That's where this ACLU drama comes in. So Johnny and his legal team are attempting to prove Amber perjured herself in court when she claimed she donated $7 million to the ACLU and Children's Hospital LA. That's what she said she was going to do. Just walk away. Yeah, can't. Depp thinks Heard only donated 450000 from her own pocket and uh, pocketed the rest. And he says the ACLU has refused to play ball with him. They're not turning over the documents. So now he wants a judge to step in and get those numbers. Is he working well, I sense a pirate six coming out. Didn't he get uncast from something because from, of this? Um, horrible beasts, yeah. or or whatever the fucking Harry Potter spinoff is. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he's gonna unemploy himself, right? That's an interesting question. Does Johnny Depp is he like secure for life? He's got the pirate. Well, on but him. remember no, during he had the a divorce, spending yeah, issue, he has I a think. real habit of he had like. A- Kind of a wine, uh, and- Michael Jackson, really? Nick Cage yes. kind of spending yes. issue that was going yeah. on. I think, but rem- I mean, I don't know the Amber Heard situation. Remember, she wrote that op-ed about how he's beating her, and then there was some uh, uncovering of like that footage not being- of someone throwing a wine glass at somebody. Yeah, but then uh, and then there was the great moment where somebody took a shit in his bed, and that he had, someone had to say that on in trial. That's um, gross. It's great. It's gross. I mean, shitting in the bed. Oh, yeah. Unless Amber Heard did it. Well, that was the implication. Then it's jackable. Now it's jackable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would love for Elon and Johnny to get together and share some war stories over Amber. Yeah. I'd be curious. I bet you Elon doesn't know what Eskimo brother means. Oh, you're probably right. Probably one of those guys that's too too much thinking about Mm -hmm. outer space. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have video of this, but The Hollywood Reporter says Jimmy Kimmel roasted the post-pandemic broadcast television landscape at Disney's annual Upfront presentation on Tuesday. He delivered a searing stand-up routine during the uh, during the company's streaming event to advertisers in which he mocked the traditional broadcast networks, ABC and all of them, even Disney Plus and Amazon. There were so many jokes, and they were so goddamn funny. But here's just three, just to give you an idea of him saying this to that audience. It's a virtual upfront. Yes. Have and, you guys and, ever been to an upfront? No. No. Upfront. I haven't had too many shows on network TV. <laughs> I'm trying to sell. But, but for the handful you made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I know. I didn't I, make I, it. I was too busy. Upfront used to be a, we- oh, it's a bygone era. I, I, I wonder, it might be one of those things that got like a restaurant that got permanently closed by the mm. pandemic. I don't know we if we're going to have those. With, you know, I've probably done five to eight, maybe 10 My upfronts. God. I've done them with Jimmy. Uh, I've done them in New York. I've done them from like all different networks. It's always, if it's a big thing, if they put mm. on a big, they pull out all the stops. It's an event. It's a big event. And it's always the best food and the best booze and the best the best event. Uh, How the would best you know? Locations. You don't get there until you uh, are supposed to go on. It's true. Well, that was always funny when uh, my must have been one of my first upfronts. I know I told you guys a story, but it still it always makes me laugh. It was at the Four Seasons in Pasadena or whatever the Ritz Carlton mm. maybe in Pasadena, and you know it was on a Sunday and famously. The car was going to pick me and Jimmy up at 11, and then the upfront started at 12, and then John Stewart was going to start it, and then the Ab Fab girls mm-hmm. oh, yeah. were going to go second, and then me and Jimmy were going to go third with our presentation. Oh, the third spot in the lineup. <laughs> I was doing the upfront math. I'm like, we're not hitting that stage until at least 1 o'clock. They start late, and everyone talks a little too much. Anyway, 
I got into a little dispute with Jimmy about what time the car should pick us up. Uh, he announced he was leaving without me. <laughs> so uh, we got there at eh, 11.20, and they were like setting up chairs, you know. But we hung out for a while, probably talked to John Stewart. And um, God, I'll try to think of uh, Debbie Liebling. Um, her dad, by the way, A.J. Liebling? Wrote a very famous book called The Sweet Science, the most uh, famous boxing boxing book ever. Uh, The the, the, the one that everyone refers to when you're boxing, you got to read this this book or anyone fan of boxing must read this book. But uh, he wrote uh, The Sweet Science. I think that was her dad. Anyway, she's from Comedy Central. Yeah, she's a nice blonde haired lady who was sweet and kind of like a Jewish mom. And then we were trying to do. We were trying to do the the man show, you know. Right. And uh, she liked me. I mean, I think Jimmy and Daniel were a little bit of a hothead. And so they put me on the phone with her as a good cop to try to talk through these disgusting things we'd try to do. And um, He's the lead guest? (laughs) She would. uh, She got us backstage and she said... uh, you guys are really likable guys. Like you're both, I know you both well, you're friendly, you're likable. Um, you're nothing like the man show characters that the you persona, portray. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So just do me a favor. <laughs> just go out there and just be the likable yeah. version of you that I know. Yeah. And I said, okay. Not a lot to ask. And we went out there. And we probably said a couple of words, and then we said, <laughs> we'll open it up to the, the press. And the very first question, <clears throat> the very first question was somebody raised their hand, angry woman, and she said, uh, you have the juggy dance squad. What if you had the darky dance squad? And it was all black women. How would that work? And Jimmy's like, sit down, Dumbo. And I said, uh, when we start a retarded dance squad, we'll give you a call. And Debbie leaving like Debbie. broke her pencil like backstage. Like, shit. That's the other kind of way she throws papers in the air and turns around. That's what I remember. And then I remember at the end that that afternoon, they had the whole lawn in the back of the Four Seasons or the whatever it was, all done up with like a arcade just to show you what kind of money they would throw at everything they had the ferris wheel and oh the oh, wow. sledgehammer to test your strength like you know these like, booths set up yeah, yeah it's like the end of greece that all set up yeah. back there and all the reporters were just there and i had this reporter i think he was from minnesota he's like middle-aged guy and he walked he was standing there and we're just talking on the lawn he had his little pad out mm-hmm. you know like a reporter and, you know yeah scoop and he was saying, uh, so what do you think, uh, what, uh, what, what do we have in mind for season two or what can we look forward to or something? He was just doing a story. And that super angry woman who asked the question from inside just walked past us in a huff. And she said, I want you to know you probably have a small dick. And she just like blasted past oh. us. And the guy, I'll never forget this. He, he goes. He doesn't even look up. He's just riding. He goes, oh, that's good unbiased journalism. <laughs> what he said while he was riding. It made me fucking laugh. I like my him. Ass off. Yeah, I like that guy. Do you guy. remember what outlet he was from? Somewhere in Minnesota. Oh, that's right. as Tiny I, Dick Weekly. As, as, as I recall. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I've done a million of those upfronts, and they were fun, kind of. They'd fly you out to New York all the time. Damn. They'd have these big it was like everything was big it was yeah. for advertisers big, big right? things yeah mm. and they'd have these or affiliates or whatever yeah what was the one remember uh max Zapata, the picture of uh sir uh what's his name Thanks looking at looking at me um God, oh, ben, ben, kingsley. Kingsley. ben kingsley oh remember yeah that picture yeah that was backstage at one of those crazy <laughs> crazy up front. you're right like those days are over yes god he's so. so scared of you <laughs> and sitting in such judgment well you know the story behind that he was just ben kingsley was just sitting alone backstage they did they have this whole backstage area but they didn't really have dressing rooms they just have a big curtain because they'd have it at a huge cathedral or something or some oh, a bank like but mm. from 1907 right. you know with right. 40 foot ceilings or whatever and 
Ben Kingsley was just sitting there alone, and everyone's just like eating snacks and looking at him and eating snacks, and he's just sitting there all by himself like the whole time. And I'm like, I'm gonna go talk to him. So lucky Ben. I walked up to him and I said, Ben, you do movies, but you've probably never been on stage before, so you're probably pretty nervous right now about going out there because you're. I work in front of a live audience. That's my thing. I have stage experience. You. You do movies and things like that, but you don't work in front of an audience. And it's a different animal. It's a different rhythm. You've probably never been there. So let me just put you at ease. Let me give you a couple pointers about, you know, getting up on stage and performing because this is a different, this is a different venue for you. He just stared at me like that the whole fucking time. God damn, he looks so pissed. Like, so over it. Yeah, no, was, he's dead pinning, you know? I was describing what it was like to be on stage. Because you, you look serious, too. I'm laying on. Like, walk on I went out. in there with a straight face, and I was like, I'm going to tell Ben Kingsley what it's like to be on a stage in That's front of people. Fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Well, here are a couple of the jokes that, that uh, Jimmy told at the upfronts. And again, there was a ton. These were just a couple that I thought were pretty funny. He says, we're here to tell you what our plan is to avoid extinction. More people contracted blood clots from the Johnson & Johnson vaccine than are currently watching network TV. <laughs> here at ABC, we have two kinds of shows, canceled and I didn't know that was still on. <laughs> the good news is we have some very funny new shows. The bad news is they're all dramas. And CBS is, good. CBS is once again <laughs> calling funny. themselves the most watched network. Being the most watched network is like being the best-selling fax machine. <laughs> so he just ripped them the whole time. That is funny. Yeah, I can I can remember being there and like something like this would go down and be like, Jimmy's got to do the upfronts <laughs> in three weeks, writers. We got to start. Mm-hmm. We got to start cranking it out. Yeah, Jimmy was masterful at taking the stuff, sculpting the stuff. It's really all these things we talked about in the past, like producing the Kevin and Bean Christmas album every year and doing all the Dingo Boys and doing all the other bits we would do. Like he was learning how to assemble things, put things together, work with this writer, work with this talent. Like it was all, all these things that nobody wants to do because it's for free. Like, I don't do that. It's not part of my job doing the Christmas album. It's not. Yeah. You build up these muscles and these skills. Yes. Speaking of that, I don't know if you, I'm sure Brian hasn't because he didn't watch TV, but uh, I started watching, I think there's been two episodes of that new show on HBO hacks. I love it. Are you serious? No. You didn't know. It's it's a it's a fun premise. It made me think of you. Do you know anything about it, Adam? You should have thought of me because that was my longest running love line joke that Dr. Drew never laughed at. Oh, hack the, the yeah, hack. Yeah, yeah. There's that different show, but yeah. Who's <laughs> a cab driver who's like solved crime? Oh, right. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I was go this week on Hack. In order to bust an international jewel thief, Hack must become a rapist. <laughs> And Drew would go, and I, each time I would do the yeah, more exotic right. thing, but it would always end up with a rapist. rapist. And uh, Drew's always like, "That's not funny." <laughs> I mean, I, it makes me laugh. It is pretty funny, but this is um, this is Jean Smart. She plays this Vegas. Yeah, she mm-hmm. plays a rapist. She's like this, like kind of aging out, kind of getting washed up, big Vegas comic, mm-hmm. and her sales are sinking, and nobody really wants to, uh, you know, keep her around the, you know, win or wherever she is. And then this, it's it's very of the moment. This young lesbian writer chick who got in trouble and got canceled for tweeting a joke. Mm-hmm. Ha- no one will hire her, mm-hmm. and so they kind of get matched together to sort of revamp her act, and it's it's fun. Hmm. Now, I, I used to watch I'm Dying Up Here and that was enjoyed a great that. Show. This is very different. And uh, I enjoyed, um, oh, God, what's the other stand-up show I like so much? The series? Be, yeah. There was one on Showtime. You're going to be angry when. Yeah. Crashing. Crashing. Oh, yeah, of course. Up that, love that. So maybe yeah. I'll watch this. Yeah, it's, it's. I, I mean, it'll it'll find its legs. There's only been two episodes, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm looking forward to more. All right, let me tell you about uh, Hyundai Tucson. Ah, that's right. Hyundai questioned everything to create the best Tucson ever. Every inch of the all-new Tucson has been completely reimagined, resulting in an SUV loaded with innovations inside and out. From design to technology to safety, every aspect of the new Tucson has been improved and completely redesigned. I am telling you people 
this is so much car for the money. I was so impressed when I got a real close look at this thing and I sat in it for a while. I used the uh, 10 and a quarter inch full touch infotainment screen, by the way. It's got LED daytime running lights. They're stylishly hidden behind the grill. The digital key allows you to use your phone as a spare key. Tons of technology, tons of safety, and a ton of car, especially for the price. Learn more. Hyundai. Dot com. That's Hyundai.com. All right, Gina, let's do one more. All right. So let's talk a little Kim Kardashian. She's in the news for a new reason. She did some shopping over the weekend and mm-hmm. for Janet Jackson's birthday. She bought herself something. Uh, Kim spent $25,000 on the two-piece outfit Janet wore in the 1993 If music video. I think we have that and maybe oh. a clip of the video. You can buy James remember. Dean's transaxle. What's up with that bitch? I know. The custom top and pants were uh, up for bid at Julian's auction, and Kim was the top bidder. She said, for Janet Jackson's birthday, because I'm such a fan, I can't believe I won this outfit. Uh, Janet responded on her Instagram story thanking her, and she says, I hope If gets you as much pleasure as it did me. Again, $25,000 for something that'll funny. You want, sit on you, a mannequin. You want it for twenty five grand. It's like donating an egg for twenty five right. grand. Like, That's right. I don't know if it's a proper use of one or donate. <laughs> All right, let's bring it home, Gina Grad. You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. I want you to know you probably have a small dick. Gina, Gina That was the news with Gina Grad. Well, the great Andrew McCarthy oh, from oh. so many films. Also My done a lot of directing as well. But uh, I have watched a shit out of Andrew McCarthy over the years. Pretty pink, saying almost fired. Less than zero. Less than zero could be the 80th yes. of all 80s movies. So we'll do a one on one with Andrew right after this. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary.